You are Locked On Spartans, your daily podcast on the Michigan State Spartans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Locked On Spartans Nation, how on earth are we all doing today on this beautiful, beautiful Monday? Uh, If you're watching on YouTube, you might already notice that yeah, my background might look a little different. If you're just listening on the podcast, uh, probably uh, nothing's changed. Uh, but yeah, hey, if you are subscribed to this here YouTube channel, Locked on Spartans, yeah, my, my background's different. It's because I'm being held hostage uh, until the 2023 football class gets a five-star commit. So yes, I will be inside these wonderfully painted sea uh, foamish pink walls, I guess is what we'll call this, uh, until... Mel Tucker can get a five-star commitment here in the 2023 class. Until then, hey, I'm just going to keep on barking into a microphone and talking about the Michigan State Spartans with you lovely folks. But before we do that, uh, hey, please rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. Or, hey, subscribe here to the YouTube channel if this is how you're consuming this content. And also, number two, LockedOnSpartans at gmail.com is the place to find us if you have any questions, comments. Uh, We'll get into a little bit of that actually in segment two here. But first, uh, we're going to start off just talking Max Christie, next year's basketball team, and then we'll get into your questions here later as the episode goes on. But yeah, hey, LockedOnSpartans at gmail.com if you ever, ever want to reach out. So let's just get it popping, right? Uh, the, The big news over the weekend is... Honestly, well, actually, around MSU, there, there wasn't a ton of big news, but in other parts of Big Ten and college basketball country, there was big news. Like, for example, if we just want to take a trip down the road, Hunter Dickinson, he's returning to Michigan. Uh, Caleb Love, if you want to go down I-75, take a jaunt in North Carolina. Caleb Love, the fantastic guard for North Carolina, said that he's coming back. Now, why are all these guys saying that they're coming back? And why hasn't anything been said from Max Christie? Well, okay, if, if you don't know by now, here it is. This Sunday, I should say, Sunday night was the night that you had to declare for the draft if you had intentions on going to the draft. Now, with that said, this wasn't the deadline that he had to pull out by. So Max Christie did not have to make his decision by Sunday night. He has until early June to do that. So yes, we get to play this Really fun waiting game for another month. But yeah, that's just the the big news around uh, Big Ten and just college basketball country in general. No, I'm not going to get an offhanded joke about Hunter Dickinson not being a draftable player and then coming back because, Lord knows, with MSU's center rotation, he might be dropping 40 on us here in a few months. So no, excuse me, I'm going to save the jokes, at least for now. Uh, I didn't have... That much to drink by the pool today. Um, what we will talk about is, let's just say Max Christie does leave. Let's just start putting ourselves in that mindset. Because, listen, if I'm going to be completely transparent, which I love being transparent with you lovely folks, is that from everything I'm hearing from the people that know more about this kind of stuff than than I do, um, don't count on Max Christie being here next year. Now, of course, just like I said, we, we have until early June that's quite some time for things to change. And, hey, maybe everything that the people that I'm knowing, that they know, that maybe things aren't necessarily correct. Listen, hey, if you're listening to this podcast right now, odds are you're a pretty big college sports fan. And uh, also, odds are 
you know how Looney Tunes college sports can be as far as how fast things can move around, right? Especially in the NIL era. So, yeah, but as of now, as it stands, that's the expectation is that Max Christie will not be here next year. So let's let's just talk about what happens if he doesn't. And, of course, if slash when he decides to not come back to Michigan State, we'll get more into this. But as of now, here's one thing, and we're not, hey, it's not all negative around these parts. No, 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 no. Um, because the positive is, is it well, yeah, let's say Max Christie does, doesn't come back. Uh, hey, if you're like me and you're on the Jaden Aikens hype train, well, well, you're in luck because that that's the first thing um, that we'll talk about today, at least, because, again, I'm in a good mood, um, that we'll talk about today if Max Christie does not come back is that it will be more Jaden Aikens coming right at you. And listen, I I know that he only averaged what like a little over three points last year, or something like that. But it goes beyond the box score with Jaden Aikens. This is a kid that plays with the right energy, can score at all three levels, really knows his role in the game with every single shift. So that'd be nice. And this is what your starting lineup would look like: AJ Hogart at the one. You can do a lot worse than that. Tyson Walker at the two, especially if he's going to be shooting the way he did at the end of last season. Hmm, Okay, yeah, don't threaten me with a good time. Uh, Actually, do, because that sounds fantastic. Number three would be Jaden Akins. And then number four, we'll call it Malik Hall. And number five is where it gets interesting. We'll call it Joey Hauser for now. Not necessarily sure how many jump balls we're going to win next season with that. But, hey, be like that sometimes. Or Mati Sissoko. Now, that's that's a fine starting five. It, it's it's good. And listen, if I could just whisper this next part because I don't necessarily want to get overly hyped up about it, but like Big Ten's not going to be that good next year. It's not going to be that great next year. And also, I'm kind of whispering that too because, well, I don't know how great Michigan State is going to be, but with that starting five, with that starting five, that's solid. But here's the, the question. Okay, well, Jaden Akins moves up to your starting five if Max Christie's not here. Who who's that guy off the bench then? Pierre Brooks, Keon Coleman. Oh my! Okay, we kind of kind of took a hard stop there, didn't we? As far as like perimeter players go, but however, there is one player that Michigan State has reached out to. No, I, I mean, okay. There's there's been a few players Michigan State has reached out to, but there's one player local to us uh, that Michigan State has reached out to in the transfer portal. It is Micah Parrish out of Oakland University. And if you're wondering, like, wait, Micah Parrish? That why does that why does that name sound a little familiar right now? Well, it's because he gave Michigan State buckets uh back in the regular season. Uh yeah, I think he scored almost 20 points. It, it was when Oakland and I'm sorry, it was 19 points. The when the Oakland Golden Grizzlies took on Michigan State at Little Caesars Arena. Very good game. On both teams, might I add, uh, that was not an easy game for Michigan State. Looking back, they played an A, probably their A game. And they needed their A game that day because Oakland played good. Any, okay, I'm done going off that tangent right here. Micah Parrish is a player that MSU's coaching staff has interest in. Now, Micah Parrish, he's left the transfer or left for the transfer portal, I should say, after two seasons at Oakland last year. 12.1 points, six rebounds, shot 35% from three. So pretty good, like good enough. I mean, he's not a, a dud, but he's not Steph Curry either. He's he's good. He's a good, solid college player. But also, this is what I like. This is what I like. 
all defensive team for the Horizon League. That's that's nice. Okay, before I go any further, I know that's not a guarantee that we get him. I get that just because he's from Detroit doesn't mean that he's going to be coming to Michigan State. He has visited West Virginia. Of course, he's heard from different big-time Power 5 programs. But it's nice that Michigan State has reached out because, hey, I know it. Most likely you know it. Kind of quiet here around these parts, hasn't it been? In the transfer portal. Before the whole offseason started, I mean, if you you know what? Here, I'll, I'll bore you with this. The, the peek behind the curtain to how this podcast kind of goes is that I said, like, I'm not going to talk about every single transfer guy that Michigan State reaches out to because you, you'd be sick of it. You'd kind of be driven crazy that, like, you keep hearing these names that MSU's never going to get. And I, would only go, I was only going to focus on the players that has probably a potential of landing at Michigan State, like Jalen Bridges, who eventually, of course, went to Baylor. But my tune has changed because Michigan State hasn't really been reaching out to a lot of kids. And when they reach out, it probably means that they are being very selective and they actually really like this kid. So, yeah, Micah Parrish right now, we're going to talk about him for a little bit. I'm trying not to get too excited about him. Listen, would he be a starter for this team? I don't know. That's a really good question. I think for the three position, it would be a really good battle between Jaden Akins and Micah Parrish. But at the end of the day... That's a really good player that you can have on the perimeter, just to plug in as your sixth man. Can guard probably positions one through four out there. So, yeah, that that's where it would have to go. But as it stands right now, Michigan State, that, that this is what they're at right now. It's just without like a parachute, without a sixth man, without their best perimeter player, if Max Christie is to go. So sorry, probably not the like the happiest note that you know start your week on, but. I bet you I could do you one better next segment. We're going to have fun next segment. If you're a sick person, like myself, that is. Uh, but first, I need to talk to you fine folks about Built Bar. That's right, Built Bar. Been talking your ear off about Built Bar for days, weeks, months, years. However long you've been listening to this podcast, we've been talking about the best protein bar in the land because it does three incredible things. That's right, three. If I could focus my fingers correctly on the screen. If you're watching on YouTube, that is. Uh, The first one, it just tastes delicious. Uh, These things taste better than a candy bar. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. Number two, this is what you're looking for in a protein bar. They just treat your body so well. Most Built Bars are around 170 calories. Just four grams of net carbs, four grams of sugar, but a whopping 17 grams of protein. Oh yeah, they take care of you. Your taste buds, your body, and, oh, what's number three? That's right, your wallet. They take care of your wallet because when you go to Built.com, you're going to smash in promo code LOCKED15, and that's going to give you 15% off your order. That's right, Built.com, promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. And also, hey, why are we stopping the health train right now? Let's get right into it with Athletic Greens. Do you want better gut health? More energy? An optimized immune system? <laughs> Lord knows we could all use all of that and more. Do you hate taking pills and vitamins and just want something that tastes great? Well, Athletic Greens has the goods for you. With one, just one, delicious scoop of AG1, you are absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, 
your energy, recovery, focus, aging. I'm starting to run out of fingers over here. Uh, run to Athletic Greens right now because right now is your time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop of it's just sorry one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills, supplements to look out for your health and to make it easy. Athletic Greens is going to give you. That's right, you. A free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash college. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash college to take ownership of your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. And also, thank you so much, everyone, for making Locked on Spartans your first listen every single day here on the Locked on Podcast Network. Uh, let's have a fun segment here. I, let's actually back up here. I, on Friday... I started my day with uh, two emails, and the first one, hey, listen, it started off all fine. That uh, Someone reached out and said that I'm panicking way too much about the basketball team. And that's, yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, that I'm panicking too much about the basketball team. And listen, it, if you're a person that's fine with nine scholarship players, no center, coming off of two seasons that haven't really been that great. Like, hey, if you think I'm panicking for just pointing those things out, like, that's... Honestly, I envy you because that seems like a great way to live life. But it was also a very odd email because it took a turn to say that, like, all the former players love him and that I should focus my panic on Ukraine and the economy instead of Michigan State basketball. So, again, if you have any email to send me, lockedonspartans at gmail.com. I don't necessarily understand or think that the selection committee on Selection Sunday thinks like, oh, hey, Mateen Cleaves visits campus every once and again. Or like, oh, yeah, um, Magic Johnson was on campus in December. Give him a six seed. Like, I don't know how much <laughs> relationship with Coach Izzo in the past matters these days about... Just anything going on with the program right now. But hey, that's okay. Everyone's entitled to their own opinion. And I did reach out to uh, ownership of the Lockdown Podcast Network. They weren't too hip on Lockdown Kiev for whatever reason. So I can't really panic about Ukraine on this here podcast or the economy. I Yeah, so anyway, with that said, I panicked too much. Okay, that's fine. Let's get to our second email that I started Friday with. This one is from Tyler. Tyler writes... How about this for a segue? In a late night panic, I thought of a great segment slash topic for you. Yeah, you did, Tyler. Let's go. With the current worry MSU fans are having with Izzo and Portal Woos, I spiraled and thought about the worst case scenarios and what <laughs> and what's better than MSU fans as a collective worrying than uh, mine being Imani Bates transfers to U of M and turns into the prodigy he was supposed to be and drags us in two games next season, <laughs> averaging something absurd like 36 points, nine rebounds, and six assists. Wondering what your and other MSU fans' current nightmare is. I couldn't hold it together. I'm laughing because I do this all the time. And you... Listen, if you guys have listened to this podcast, this probably isn't a shock to you at all that like I just spiral off into worst-case scenario all the time, but man, Tyler does a really good job of just getting right to it. Yeah, we know it. Imani Bates is on the transfer portal, and listen, if you want my honest thoughts, like when he hit the transfer portal, one of my first thoughts was like, well, Michigan seems to make sense. Like, he can go back home. 
and they seem to have like no scholarship issues for whatever reason over at Michigan. They could probably have a house for him. Uh, but listen, I, there's a lot of game to be it's like left on the clock for the Imani Bates saga in the offseason. But yeah, that's a bang up nightmare scenario. So what is my nightmare nightmare scenario for Michigan State? Well, I'll tell you what, Tyler, and everyone else listening right now. It starts before basketball season. It starts here. Actually, even before football season, uh, first and foremost, and this is actually more of like a psych study. This is like a, a deep dive into like my dark twist of mind right now. But uh, I think about worst case scenarios a lot. I don't know if anyone watches uh, the show This Is Us. I'll tell you what, you talk about not relating to your listenership at all. I think I just did it right there. Because the Venn diagram between <laughs> the Lockdown Sparks listeners and This Is Us viewers is probably... The two ends of the circle barely grazing each other, and I may have hit like two people there. Anyway, um, Beth and of course the character who I cannot in Randall, uh, they, they do this in the show. They just whenever a scenario pops up, they just air out what's the worst case scenario, so that way they're prepared for it when it does happen, so to speak. And I do this quite often with Michigan State, and uh, it's that none of the four stars or five stars commit. You know, in the off season, uh, it all starts with recruiting. But after that, like that, that's easy. Let's get into the football season. It's that the opening night game goes horrible against Western, and that Jeff Thorne, Peyton Thorne's dad, who is of course the new offensive coordinator at Western Michigan, just picks out Michigan State. After all the games he's watched last year, after knowing everything about his son, he just rears his head and. They just beat Michigan State. Like, yeah, we'll call it 32-28. to 28. Horrible start to the year. But then, you're probably going to think that, oh, okay, well, he's just going to talk about us losing every single game next year. <laughs> oh, no. No, 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 no. We feel horrible about ourselves after week one, but then we pick ourselves up against Akron. And then we feel good about Washington after winning that game. And then we beat Minnesota. And then we beat Maryland. Okay, we're 4-1. and one. We're starting to believe again. Who could be who could be next on the schedule? Oh, Oh, it's just the Buckeyes. Oh, it's just the Buckeyes. Last year did not go well. Well, this year, um, they actually say that, hey, everyone, that little game that happened last year when it was 49-0 at halftime, that was no fluke. They pile drive us again in East Lance, and then, then, oh, my goodness, what happens next weekend? Uh, Wisconsin decides that they want to play some football. They win, and then, okay, great, awesome. It's time to hit the road after a bye week to Michigan. Uh, we lose those games, and now we're 4-4. Four and four. And now I'm now I'm having an awful time. But you know what else happens in early November? Basketball season starts. Do you know how basketball season starts for Michigan State? It's Kentucky plays the Spartans. And uh, who just came back to Kentucky? It's Oscar Shibway. Great power forward or center, whatever position you want to decorate him as. Regardless, probably the best player in college basketball next year. What does Michigan State have? Oh, that's right. Really a presence in the paint whatsoever. So, we spiral into this. Uh, we'll lose in football against Illinois, let's say. And then Oscar Sheeway drops 40 points. A, a casual 40 points on us. And then uh, Joey Hauser, after getting a 40-burger dropped on him, says, You know what? Actually, I'm not going to come back. And he retires after one game. And then, like, the rest of the offseason, or the non-conference season, I should say, is clunky. Michigan with Hunter Dickinson and all their players coming back because none of their McDonald's All-Americans were draftable. They come back and they have a great second season as Max Christie is lighting it up in the G League somewhere. 
like we just get popped, we just get destroyed by that, and like, and then we just spiral in, and then we we have another tendency. And I'm, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna mumble the rest of this segment because this <laughs> is terrible. But yeah, no, I've thought about nightmare scenarios often, and uh, Monty Bates being part of the Michigan defeats. Let's we'll even call it football too. Like, let's say he wants to just give football a try. Like, he lines up at tight end at his six foot nine, one hundred and five pound frame. Um, that's part of it too. Might as well be right. So, yeah, that's a uh, that's a step into my brain right here, and also Tyler's brain. Absolutely love that question. Um, let's just get nuts. You know where else you can get nuts? Is BetOnline.net. That's right. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your sports betting stats and info. That's right. We're talking start of NBA playoffs. We're talking start of NHL playoffs. They are going to start eventually, I think. Also, some great NFL draft props. MLB start to the season. And uh, I just cashed a nice, a nice 10-to-1 bet on Xander Shoffley, Patrick Hanley, winning the Zurich Classic on BetOnline.net. So, yes, that's right. They got the, your, your PGA covered as well. BetOnline is your continued source. For all your sporting, wagering, and information, oh my god, I cannot read right now. From live betting to playoffs, esports, and more, head to the website today. Use your mobile device, learn more about the trends in action. That is at Bet Online, where the game starts. Uh, squad, we have got some great questions here. Uh, and I've got a lot of these through Twitter, Sheehan underscore sports, and also LockedOnSpartans at gmail.com. If you ever want to reach out, the first one uh, came from... I, I'm sorry, I couldn't find your name here for this one, but it was uh, quite simply, what is your favorite sport to bet on? And how about that coming off of a betonline.net read? My favorite sport to bet on is not the one I'm most profitable on. And Lord knows that. Uh, my accountant knows that. My bank account knows that. Uh, yeah, it's... No, do you know what? Before I get to my favorite sport, here are the two that I like a lot that I'm somewhat profitable on. I'm not going to say I'm going to win a mortgage payment on it, but college football, love college football. It's great. Lines, over-unders, it's awesome. And also PGA. I, I do love myself some PGA betting. It's just sensational. Uh, but my favorite sport to bet on, and we're coming up to it in less than two weeks now, horse racing. I love, I love betting on the ponies. I am also terrible at betting on the ponies. Uh, I will have my Kentucky Derby picks next week for you guys. Don't worry. Because if there's any way that you could bet against the winner for the Kentucky Derby, go ahead and do that. Just take whatever I say and just flip it completely the other direction. But I love the ponies. I love the horses. And I've tried different strategies. I've tried it all. Anywhere from the jockey's birthday to uh, like their time splits at the Arkansas Derby the month prior to. Whatever it is, hey, it doesn't work, so I can't wait to try another strategy this time. But yeah, God, I just love the ponies. Um, also, uh, they ask, uh, thoughts on the state of South Carolina? I think it's great. It's not Michigan where it's going to snow in April like it did last week, right? Uh, so how bad could it really be? And what is your go-to summer beverage? I got to say... Seltzers slap. I do love myself a Tom Collins. That is club soda. That is gin. That is lemon juice. And that is also some simple syrup. Put a little strawberry in your simple syrup, why don't you? And have yourself a delightful treat. So that is my go-to summer drink right there. And also, let's be honest, a Miller Lite never, ever is in the off-season. So yeah, those are my three right there. Uh, Robbie Triano asks, this is a great question for the whole family to play along with. You are given $1 billion. 
Well, thank you. Uh, however, you have to spend at least one million of it per day for the rest of your life or you will lose it all. What would your daily spending be mostly used for? I'm, I, you know, I'll take your softball question. And I actually think this is my correct answer that I genuinely do mean this. NIL. That's right. N I L. I just made an M for my first letter there. If you're watching on YouTube, I, this is a complete disaster going on. But yeah, I would just be shelling out $365 million for NIL. Just like that. Easy does it. Now, if it wasn't just for NIL, man, oh man, I, I would be putting a lot into helicopters so I could helicopter from Metro Detroit, where I live, to East Lansing for tailgating. I would be buying like probably the best house in the East Lansing area to set up as a tailgating hub. But again, that's only two days out of the calendar year. So you got a lot to make up for. I would probably buy a place in downtown East Lansing and turn it back into a Menas. Uh, again, that's only three days. So it's just stuff like that. Really what I'm trying to do here is make Saturdays in the fall as convenient as possible for me. You notice how I haven't said anything about like my children's or my, my child's college fund or anything for my wife. Two of the best people in my entire life. So that really shows you where my priorities are at right now. Um, but yeah, I think it's going to be a lot of NIL talk. A lot of tailgating talk. Probably just beers for everyone. Honey Slancing, what do you figure? Every Saturday or let's say at the first Sunday this year, get 100,000 people on campus. How much is a beer? Yeah, I'd give everyone probably just 10 beers off the top right there. I don't know how I'm going to divvy that out. You know what? That's how I'm going to hire people out to do it. Or, no, better yet, drop it from the helicopter. Because what would MSU's administration and president and just everyone love more than just helicopters dropping full 12-ounce aluminum cans of Miller Lite from thousands of feet above the ground onto campus? Like, what, what could they love more than that? That doesn't seem like a PR nightmare or just mass carnage across the board whatsoever. So, yeah, in this fantasy world I'm living in, yeah, I think we're going to do that right there. Uh, yeah, that's, that's how we're going to spend my billy right there as my voice cracks solidly right there. Um, the rest of the week, guys, we're, of course, going to be getting into the NFL draft because Thursday is when it starts after talking about it for so long. God, I feel like we've been talking about the NFL draft since November. And I'm so happy that's finally here. So we'll be talking about the three guys that are looking to get drafted. Of course, Jalen Naylor, Connor Hayward, and then, oh yeah, that's right, this guy named Kenneth Walker as well. Uh, we're also going to be starting this new thing. Actually, two new things. Um, one is, I'm just going to call it, like, I don't know, like, memory lane walks or something like that. I I, I got to workshop the name, but like, we're just going to talk about guys. We're talking about games. We're talking about teams. Like, I'll just have guests on. And we're going to banter about Connor Cook for a full episode, let's say. Or the 2015 Final Four run, for example. Or the John L. Smith era, for example. But yeah, it'll be a good time. Will beverages be had before or during recording? I can't say that out loud. That's all I can say about that. But yeah, I'm hoping those are going to be fun discussions um, as we get into the offseason. Also, number two, as we get further into the offseason... I'm going to try to get some Trivia Tuesday in the mix. Now, of course, like, there's no, I'm sorry, there's no prizes or anything involved. Because anyone can say, like, oh, yeah, I got 10 out of 10. But hopefully every Tuesday for the next coming weeks as we go into the summer. Yeah, last segment, there's just going to be, like, 10 trivia questions about Michigan State sports. And you could kind of I mean, just play against yourself. But, yeah, I, I don't know. We, we did that segment during, like, COVID time and there was no sports going on. And it seemed to be a hit. So, yeah, as we go into the offseason... 
why not? I'll come with 10 questions, ask them, give you the answers at the end. You guys can banter in the comment section on YouTube or on Twitter how well you guys did and learn more about Michigan State, hopefully. So, yeah, guys, thank you so much for listening to Lockdown Spartans. Thank you so much for making us your first listen every single day here in the Lockdown Podcast Network. Fun week of episodes coming up. Let's go. Go green. Love you all.